Hello and welcome to New England Beer Reviews. Episode 2, Electric Boogaloo, or Why So Sour. I'm your host, TJ Davis, alongside Chris Campbell and Emily Schick. How are you guys doing? Hey, not bad. How are you guys? Yeah, not bad at all. We'll be better when we start drinking this beer. Yes, yes. I technically still upright, so that's always good, at least people say. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, uh, shall we hop into our group drink? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, because Emily is a bit of a bastard, she already Matt. cracked hers, so you're only going to get the sound of two opening. So, three, two, one, go. <laughs> So this time we're drinking a, a beer from Definitive Brew Co- Brewing Company. It's called Zoom. It's an imperial sour with raspberry, tangerine, lemon, and vanilla. And isn't this thing like, oh yeah, like it's fucking 9% for a sour. <laughs> yeah, which is nuts. Oh, hell yeah. And I see that you guys are again unclassy bastards. Mm-hmm. I have uh, unpacked at least one of my good beer glasses since last time. I mean, what the hell is that? Is that a goblet? Yeah. Ooh, I think it might be. But the 2015 Barrel Society uh, from Night Shift. Great glassware. That was one of the best things about the Barrel Society, I think. I mean, the beers were really good. Don't get me wrong. The beers were really good. I still have some. I don't know if you do. Oh, you probably don't at this point. Nope, I don't. I ended up sharing the rest of them with uh, Aku. So at least nice. they went to, you know, a good shared home. Oh, man, this is really tasty. It really it is. is. And, like, for a 9%, you would expect it to be, like, a little boozy. But no. I think it's because it's just, like, so fucking tart mm-hmm. that it really cuts down on that boozy flavor. And, like, shit, this shit's fucking juice. I could drink this shit all day, kid. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it does. Refreshing. Like I can taste a little bit of alcohol in the back end, but like I think it's because I'm looking for it. Yeah. If yeah. you just handed this to me, I would never have thought of that. No. No. But man, that is really tasty. Highly recommend yeah. going and uh, finding that if you can, guys. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm really, I mean, I'm really liking the way the citrus plays with it. Yeah, it's tangerine and lemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's got a nice balance to the sour. Like, I often wonder what different brewers do for their sours. It's like, I, I'd i love to, I mean, I'd love to get somebody on here at some point and just be like, so so how do you do it? Because I know that you you can use a combination of, you know, Brettanomyces yeast, you can use lactobacillus, you can use pedococcus, which, you know, provides more complexity. But, you know, if you don't do it right, you end up with... Di- diacetyl or diacetyl mm. um which i don't know if you guys know is the butter flavoring in microwave popcorn popcorn so lung the, yep popcorn lung yay <laughs> fun you can't, you can't get popcorn lung from beer fyi because you have to actually inhale it and it's, right it's like don't vape your beer <laughs> well what what if you aspirate well, what if you aspirate on your beer? No, it's Ooh. not enough. You have to. You have to. You have to get the yeah. Like yeah. Did, didn't the guy who got popcorn lung from popcorn ate microwave popcorn every night of the week or something? Yeah, bullshit? but like, he he ate like three or four bags a day for years, and yeah. that's how he ended up with popcorn lung. Like yeah. it, it, there's just there's not you're not inhaling enough. Usually, it popcorn lung usually comes from people who work with it in an industrial capacity. So you're mm. more likely to see that in the people who are making your microwave popcorn true they sacrifice for your enjoyment (laughs) (laughs) well they don't sacrifice for my enjoyment i don't really eat popcorn i feel like the only times that i eat popcorn are like with you emily yeah and i don't really i don't do microwave popcorn anymore like i've made it a point to because fresh pop popcorn just tastes so much better anyway and yep. you know i have to work for it so it it's a it makes it more better, satisfying yeah it's more yeah. satisfying i always pop my own corn 
<laughs> I mean, I don't need to know about what you do in the bedroom, Chris. It's it's quite all right, friend. Well, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm an open book, so <laughs> there's that. Hey, baby, how about I pop your popcorn? <laughs> so, my, my pop your corn. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of sours, anybody drink any good sours lately? Um. So before we started recording, I I so. I had passed out Schmooji Miracle Dance by Definitive and Imprint um, a while ago. So these two have had it long enough ago that they probably don't remember super well. But it was a fruited sour which had pineapple and something else. Uh, uh, mango, pineapple, and rum flavoring. And yeah. also, but that was specifically done using lactobacillus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... That also gave it more of a creaminess. But no, I, I kind of remember it because, like, damn thing was a fucking smoothie. Yeah. Like, it was. It, you, really, you really had to pour that into a glass because if not, you were just getting, like, you know, essentially oh. enough that you could chew at the bottom of the can. Yeah. <laughs> you want some beer with that pulp? <laughs> well, I mean, that's the, like, uh, it's one of the things I admire so much about Definitive is that they manage to make these sours that are like smoothies yeah it's impressive it's i've never had anything quite like it yeah honestly um, well i've had like a handful of things like that but again mm -hmm. that was mostly stuff that aku and aku's friends were bringing around my old place because aku is a guy who used to live upstairs from me who's really really into like beer used to live Mm -hmm. up in rochester actually he's a finnish dude who used to live in Rochester and now lives around cool. here, but like has sort of befriended a bunch of people at different breweries. Like uh, the guys from vitamin C would often huh. like summertime come around and just like porch party. Nice. That's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. But he I- would definitely bring around a lot of the uh, thicker ones. Really tasty. Like- I mean, even Trillium, some of theirs have gotten like really, really thick. Oh yeah, I mean, like the the definitive ones are probably the thickest ones I've had, but they don't tend to release the really thick ones in cans, which is why that one surprised me so much. But because I I feel like the it's really the portals and the double fruited portals that tend, especially the double fruited portals that tend to be really pulpy, but they are uh, just delightful. Rochester's a cool city. Been there a couple times. I've been to their big uh, local brewery, Genesee, I believe it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Been to Funkin' Waffles in Rochester. Played there with El Grande. Good times. Yeah. I've only been out that way once, and that was back when uh, Amelia was going to college there. Mm. Went out for like a long weekend to just go visit. It was a nice city, though. Mm Mm-hmm. So let me scroll through my untapped real quick and see what else I can find. Oh, yeah. So TJ missed out on these. Chris and I had the Keepin' On Keepin' On by Litherman's Limited. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Like, I don't get a lot of stuff from from Litherman's. Um, they are just... They don't get... They don't get distro in mass, I don't think. But... The things that I've had from them, I've liked. I mean, for the most part. I thought that was really good, though. Hmm. That was a mimosa-inspired sour ale brewed with tangerine and and Riesling grapes. Oh, yeah, the mimosa with the Riesling. Yeah, like, and it was weird. Incredible. Like, it it legitimately, the the contribution of the Riesling, I felt, made it Mm -hmm. taste like champagne. It did, yeah. It's like, this is beer? Yeah. I mean, that one was impressive. Whereas, mm-hmm. like... So, the other one we had that day was the uh, throwback red party pants. Oh, right. That I was not as impressed with. Um, yeah. And I don't think you were either. Um, that's the cranberry ginger sour, which... Oh, right. I don't think the cranberry came through at all. And yeah, the ginger. the ginger was a little biting. Yeah. I'm not it the was... biggest ginger fan to begin with. Yeah. It, it, and it's it, so easy to just like over 
throw every other flavor if you just put in a little too much ginger too yeah oh yeah absolutely like throwback is a brewery that i've tried a few things from and i like their stuff but it's it like the only thing i've had from them that really sticks out in my mind i don't even remember what it was called maybe i can find it um but tj do you remember that peanut butter stout that had to be in kept had to be kept refrigerated because it had fresh peanut oh, butter in it man i can't remember who made that it was like some random new hampshire brewery it's throwback right. oh it is throwback okay yeah, yeah no that was phenomenal wow like it, it's it's everything you wanted a peanut butter stout to end up being hmm. like because it was really peanut buttery <laughs> Yeah. And it's like all too often you end up getting the ones that just have like uh <laughs> essence of nut. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Uh, Cuz like that's like even some of the better ones. Uh what was the one that no. would always come out uh like from maybe Mass Landing? Oh, Gunner are you talking about Gunner's daughter from Mass Landing? Yeah. Yeah. What's weird is my dad really likes that. I still haven't tried Gunner's Daughter. It's good. It's not like, as it's good. peanut buttery as you want it to be, but it's funny. My dad loves that one, and it's like, huh. dude, you realize it's a peanut butter stout, right? That's my girlfriend's favorite beer. Oh. Oh. Yep. <laughs> well, um, get her, her some, like... Her, her favorite non-sour, I should say. Yeah. She's all about get, the sours. Get her some um, purple dishwa- purple monkey dishwasher, whatever the fuck Ooh. that was called. The, like, what is it? Evil Twin? Hmm. Uh, evil genius. Um, evil genius. By the way, that throwback was called Fat Alberta, and we checked right. it in on February fifth, twenty seventeen. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought we had that longer ago. Yeah, I thought so too. But but then again, twenty seventeen is four years ago now. So right. yeah. and pandemic time. Yeah, Just use everything. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. <laughs> I mean, last year was like the longest decade of my life, right? Yeah. It, it continues uh, to be thus. Yup. It just so, never ends. I drank a really good sour last night at band practice. Uh, Branch and Blades, Psychedelic Love. Oh, yeah. Tangerine, Raspberry, Blue, Blackberry. Ugh. It's their Popsicle series of sour beers. It tastes like a Popsicle. Oh, yeah, it does. Highly TJ recommend. and I have had that. And I, I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. That was stupidly good. Yeah, I never. I don't think that was. I don't think I'd ever had anything from Branch and Blade before. I'm just starting to see stuff ar- around from them, and that was definitely an endorsement. It's like, okay, this yeah. is a place I want to keep checking stuff out from. Oh, yeah, by the way, I, w- I would even go all the way to Keene to to visit them. I yeah, mean, and this is Keene, New Hampshire. We're talking about. I mean, if we're going to sorry if you're from Keene, but. You guys are basically a strip mall and some trees. Yeah. yeah. I would say if we're gonna visit some place in New Hampshire that we haven't been, I'm calling on I'm calling deciduous. Mm. I really want to go there. Alright, so are we including like New York as part of New England or no? No. Oh, fuck no. No? Okay. Cause like I- I'm looking through my untapped and it's like, man, I have had some really good fruited sours. And that's uh, schmoozy or whatever the hell it is. The, schmoozy mm, Miracle Dance. Yeah. Um, reminds me of a lot of stuff coming out of Mortalis right now as well, which is technically a New York brewery, but they, they are doing like really tasty, but like thick fucking smoothie sours, fruited sours. Yeah. So I oh. guess I'm not going to talk about Mortalis Brewing from Avon, New York, and, and their beer, beers them. like Tears of the Goddess and Hydra. But, you know, if, if you happen to find yourself in that area of Mortalis, definitely try them out. I mean, if we're, gonna, if we're going to, you know, if we're going to talk about breweries that are out, do outstanding sours that aren't from New England, you know exactly what I'm oh, thinking. Oh, yeah, no, I know exactly what you're thinking of. Because I wanted to, I wanted at some point for us to touch on, like, some of our favorite sours, so I could talk about haterade. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, I, I like honestly, I, I feel like that should be like a like a, maybe a Patreon bonus episode, perhaps Ooh. talking about you know specifically non New England stuff or talking about our favorites in ter- certain categories. Because you know, I'm just thinking about that. Uh, I'm scrolling through my Untapped and looking at that Jay Wakefield juice is worth the squeeze, and it was like, yeah, that was because mm. they they honestly like Jay Wakefield. I still don't feel like does hoppy stuff particularly well, but my yeah, God, it's usually where they and their stouts. Oh yeah, no, their stouts are fucking amazing, but mm-hmm. their sours as well. Oh hell yeah! I mean, I can't believe that that's a brewery that you know. I just happened to be in Miami. I think maybe the first or second year they were open, and you know, just googled like best craft breweries in Miami and dragged my mother there and got dfpf on tap which at the time was the number one sour beer in the world wow their dragon fruit passion fruit oh that sounds awesome talk about being in the right place at the right time yeah and it was like neon purple and it was like yep i feel good about my life choices that sounds amazing oh who is that brewery at last year's ebf that had the um like sour patch kid beers. Oh god, it's um it begins with an A. Um no, it wasn't Sour Patch, it was um uh... They had two series. They had a Jolly Warheads? Rancher and a Sour Patch. Warheads, no, Warheads. that's right. Warheads. Hmm. I mean, I just remember that I got a blue raspberry beer that was like yeah. Fucking it was blue. <laughs> Artisanal Brew Works is what that was. And oh, okay. where are they? They're in Saratoga Springs, New York. So you also don't count. I'm sorry, but you're like, uh, yeah. You're like, oh, just and just outside the line. <laughs> I, I've seen those. Like the last time I went to uh, Blanchard's for you, they had the Warheads ones. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Cool. And they come as like a mix pack. So you think you get like Ooh. a blue raspberry, a black cherry, a watermelon, and a green apple or something. I want to try those. They're yeah. super good. Like if they're way better one, pick, than you want them to be. Pick me up one. I'll, I'll get you back. I might have to see if I can find those. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what else we've had for sours recently. So I had a definitive sour last night. Dazzle. Uh, it was a double IPA milkshake style. Not was it that crazy. Sour? Yeah, it was not that crazy really? about it though. Huh? See, I would have called that a milkshake IPA, but yeah, I yeah, no, it was yet. it was brewed with lactose and all that. Definitely well, lactose, sour. Well, lactose it would be usually gives you more of like that creamy mouth feel. It gives you more of like the yeah. uh, that's the milk it has sugar some creamy part. to it. But it was also but, sour. Yeah. Yep. But it, it was almost a little too much going on. Now, see, I like having a lot of stuff going on. Mm. I, I feel like we keep on talking about definitive a whole lot. Yeah, because I, I'm just looking back through my untapped as well. And it's like, oh, we've all had this beer. Oh, it's again definitive. But the late night triple berry pie. Oh, oh the yeah. whole late night series. Oh, yeah. my God. Um. Yeah, was the triple berry pie the one that we decided was the best? Because like the, the I think so. Um, the waffles one was so good too. But like uh, you know, I gave it a four point seven five. You gave it a five M, and Chris, you gave it a four point seven five as well. Oh hell yeah! So like, I love that series. Oh yeah, I love that brewery. I do, man. So it is good. definitely one of the better New England breweries these days, especially when it comes to doing sour stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're ever in Portland, go check out Definitive, and they're right next to Allagash and a couple others. Allagash so Foundation, Battery Steel, or there am I missing any? Um, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I like Foundation, but like I don't like them enough to actually bother going to the brewery most of the time. Whereas yeah. Battery Steel, I will. Allagash, I usually won't, but they're doing a release this weekend, which will be in the past for all of you people um of the like a bunch of cellared mostly sour stuff 
Mm. But like, or actually, technically speaking, more like wild stuff because they actually use mm. a cool ship, hmm. which is like a a thing that's basically designed to let the beer be open to the air and get inoculated with you know whatever local wild beast is floating around, oh, and cool. then they rack them into. Uh, a barrel so like most sours you get these days are kettle soured like they're they're soured in you know a steel container right um and it allows for much quicker turnaround times and again i think a lot of breweries you know it used to be that like the kettle sours came you could taste you know it just it, it didn't quite measure up but i think that they've really oh i remember like the that. early days of kettle sours especially like around here with uh I want to say Bentwater used to do a bunch of kettled sours. I don't know if they still do, but I feel oh, like their peanut butter stout was also pretty good. Yeah. Um, but like you could really taste the metal in mm. a lot of their sours. Yeah. Like like I could taste essentially what you imagine stainless steel tastes like when you lick it. But I can yeah. almost guarantee you that every sour you've had from Definitive is probably not from a barrel it's probably from steel oh yeah no i'm sure that like most of their stuff is the majority of their stuff is being done in steel like because you have to like if you're gonna put if you're gonna throw stuff into barrels you have to let it sit there and that's a that's a problem for a lot of places um whereas like i don't know allagash like that's you know they don't always come out with super interesting stuff like but they they what they do come out with is really good and i think that that's partially because they have the infrastructure to like, do like i all love of that. i love their table beer like their table beer is just a super basic super simple uh farmhouse saison hmm. farmhouse ale that like you know you could just like kind of sit there all day and drink away at it and not feel bad I think it's also a session. I can't remember. Yeah, I think, I think it's right. like a well, four point four. beers are generally like a lower ABV. They're meant to be just sort of you know enjoyed with food or whatever. Um, but they definitely do a lot more of the barely type stuff or using actual wild yeast as opposed to you know inoculating with a you know store bought strain of Brettanomyces or you know what have you and like. They they come up with, they they definitely have a system down at this point and they do a really good job which is why I'm excited to hopefully get my hands on some interesting age stuff that's been sitting in their cellar for years. Mm. Jealous that sounds awesome. Why are you jealous? I'm probably going to share. Well, yeah, right. Lucky us. You're the best, Emily. Yeah, you people are truly lucky. Yeah, we really are. Hey, we both got to date you. <laughs> oh man, is is that going to be a running gag? Are we going to mention that every episode? We should. Yeah, it's worth probably. remembering. It, it's also, I mean, probably. Like, it also funny. explains a lot of how we are with each other. I think. Uh huh. Oh yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying. I'm just like, scro- oh god, I'm scrolling through my my beer list here yeah. i don't usually give things very low ratings but that natty light natter days oh geez. oh my god that was so bad that was so oh, bad god. it was like it was one of those things that you like, like you know it's gonna it's garbage and you buy it because it's garbage and you just want to try it and i mean I, I don't know I, it is i don't know if i've explained mm. if i explained this last time but i am definitely one of those people where if i'm in a store and I see something, and I'm like, "That sounds fucking disgusting." I need to try it. Mm. Like, like I, I tried the uh, Mountain Dew Major Melon, and it like <laughs> it was just one of those. I was in the grocery store, I saw it, and it was like, "That looks fucking gross." I need <laughs> to get one so I can try it. <laughs> How was it? Oh, it was Terrible. fucking gross. Okay, okay. I, I did the same thing with. Uh, Wendy's Baconator Pringles. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And they were by far the most disgusting chips I think I've ever had. Yeah, that sounds foul. 
but I ate the entire thing. It didn't even taste like bacon. It didn't even taste oh. like artificial smoke. It just tasted like this weird chemical concoction that they were trying to pass off as like ketchup and beef and cheese and bacon. Oh God. But oh. close second would probably be like ketchup flavored chips, but I think ketchup's disgusting. Yeah. I don't know. I I can deal with ketchup flavored chips. All dressed up chips, the Canadian classic. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't know if I've had those. It's worth it. Do it. Yeah. Humpty Dumpty makes them. There's huh. other brands too that make it. I can't remember. There's there's one that I've seen somewhere around here that that carries it too. I, so, mean, I feel like it should be something that Uts makes. I they might they might they oh, they I think Uts is, Yeah, I don't know. They're what, I mean, Pennsylvania Uts, based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't we have a local chip company? Oh yeah, Cape Cod. Ha 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 ha. I thought we had another one. Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to think. Um, Where's Humpty Dumpty from? Are south, they Canadian? I think, I, I, I think Humpty Dumpty is from the South, isn't it? Uh, I thought that was like a Southern thing. Um, I have no idea. Like, although I feel like I have heard. Um, heard ginger talk about yes. Humpty Dumpty before yeah so yeah I, I, it makes me think that that is like a south thing yeah i don't I'm know when i was that. growing up in virginia all i really ate was like doritos yeah cool ranch this is this is way back in the day when i was a kid we only had cool ranch <laughs> i mean like <laughs> Can we take a moment and just, you know, say... Oh, Humpty Dumpty headquarters, Quebec, Canada. Okay. Yep. There we go. Can we take a moment and say a little little sad goodbye to the Cool Ranch Doritos tacos at Taco Bell? Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... Like, they they got rid of everything except for their nacho cheese. And it's like, Nacho cheese is... Not, it's like, not bad. I will still take that over it, a regular taco shell any day. But It like, was still my third choice, though, yeah. when it comes to the Doritos Locos. Oh, absolutely. Like, it went Cool Ranch, Fiery Hot, then Nacho Cheese. Yeah, I would agree. So, steering us back to sour beers, um, anybody remember the uh, Looming Illusion Sour Fruited Goes from Battery Steel? The one with mango, orange, pineapple, coconut, and vanilla? Oh, oh yeah. 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 That was like I remember the coconut. It was almost like a pina colada. Yes. In a beer. Yep. But like a little bit salty because it's a goes. Yeah. Like that oh, I feel was like that's an underutilized style these days. Like people were more yeah. about like there are still plenty of people making goes, but like people were more about that, you know, like ten to fifteen years ago now. Mm. Uh back when like Cezans were big and Oh, fuck. What's the other one I was thinking of? Um, I don't know. It escapes me. But something. TJ, you haven't had the the Marsh Island Pucker Crush Blue Raspberry, have you? I do not believe so. That sounds fantastic. I don't... Chris, did I have that with you? You might have... Um, definitely. Then you're a bastard for not sharing a blue raspberry thing. <laughs> it is, it is like, the greatest holy artificial flavor in the world. Yeah, I know yes. you love it. Like that's why I was like, oh, scrolling. Um, it might have been something that we had with Jeru. Hmm. Like I'm trying to. It was July 18th. I don't know what the hell we were doing on July 18th. Yeah. But like, I imagine it was hanging out with you considering i also checked in uh oh no it must have been with you like it must have been one of those times we were hanging out in wells at you know just oh yeah eating food and drinking beer and you know whatever like because i I do remember blue raspberry beer because same day i do remember thinking wow my one of my favorite artificial things in a beer form and this is awesome same day we had late no, night. My single waffles, favorite and... holy artificial flavor. Yeah. Ooh, I think um, Emily did you dirty on that one. 
Yeah. Well, I don't you, think it was. You, it wasn't mine. <laughs> I think that I probably walked in and you were like, "Hey, try this." Hmm. That seems like because I definitely didn't bring that. I know that the things that I contributed were the late night blueberry waffles. And oh, if the- I saw a blue raspberry beer in the store, you know I'm going to buy it. So yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. Um, the do you remember the the, the euphoric night series is another series from definitive mm. that's worth talking about that the oh, one i'm looking yeah, at right is. now is the uh boysenberry marshmallow and blueberry you should have had that tj um maybe maybe mm-hmm. I, I don't know probably I, i'm i'm getting distracted from myself Ooh, uh, I'm like scrolling through my stuff right now. I forgot that Definitive made a Portals that was kind of an homage to DFPF because it was Dragon Fruit, Passion Fruit, and Vanilla. Mmm. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Here's a sour that I don't think either of you have had. Uh, and I think it's the first time I've had anything from this brewery. It's Chapel in Maine out of Dover, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a Fruited Goes... Uh, called Little Bunny Foo-Foo. That's an awesome name. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, damn. It was Isn't that really like good. a kid's thing? Yeah, Little kid's Bunny sto- Foo-Foo. Yeah, exactly. It's a song. <laughs> but I can't Why wait to try more. Why the hell do I know that? It's a, I think all kids know that. Little Bunny Foo-Foo. So, so, Something like, through the forest. Yeah, hopping through the <laughs> forest. <laughs> Picking up the field mice and bopping them on the head. I think I learned that in kindergarten, first grade. Maybe I was a, you know, well, I know I was a fairly isolated child. I do not remember that. Uh, I feel like I know it from a movie. Oh, maybe. Like, I kind of want to say a Rob Zombie movie. I mean, I can see like Sherry Moon singing it. Mm. Or Sherry Moon Zombie singing it. Mm. Man, I, I love that he just like went all out. Our yeah. w- one of our local heroes, uh, rock and roller Robert Zombie. <laughs> that that that's only what his mother calls him, though. Um, right. Everybody else just calls him Bob. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob. How's it going, Bob? Hey, Bob. Bob Zombie. How's it going? <laughs> Hey, Bob, your eyeliner looks great today. Oh, I'm guessing that his eyeliner is probably tattooed. No, you, well, there are assholes who tattoo eyeliner, but like, no, I, I, I like, no. I mean, the person who did my second and third tattoos, um, used to do like cosmetic tattooing. Oh, I know cosmetic hmm. tattooing is a thing, but look at your so second do, and like, third tattoos and think about yeah. like how what good your he fucking would be. Eyeliner yeah. would look like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, that's what just, I'm, that's just my as point. a note. Uh, none of my tattoos are really great. I think probably the best one is my Grail Cross. Yeah, but hmm. like everything else is just sort of blah. Yeah, Although none of, of them are as bad as my Chaos Star on my back because mm-hmm. that was my first one at. Um, uh, was it someplace in Framingham? Tem- no, no. I, I I think that they moved to Framingham, but oh, I think okay. it was Temple Tattoo in like Bellingham. Okay. Uh, I know it was right near like Rubber Chicken Comics and a fucking Dairy Queen. Yeah, no, that's a garbage what? tattoo. I mean, you could you could actually make that super cool. All you need to do is have a good artist touch it up, but like. It, it did not look great to begin with and has faded horribly. <laughs> yeah. Like I will say that most of mine, even though none of them are spectacular quality, have faded pretty well. But like I definitely need touch-ups in some of them. And I'm probably the only podcaster in his 30s that's never been tattooed. You should um, get the name of our podcast tattooed on your ass. Yes, yeah. I should. Well, no, or like, him. like our logo once it's done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so a as bone. a as a one time Patreon bonus, you <laughs> too can purchase for the <laughs> low low price of one thousand dollars, Chris, to get our logo tattooed on his ass. I was just gonna say yes. once we maybe that can be our our first stretch goal. The first you know once we hit a thousand Patreons, 
I'll get New England beer reviews tattooed on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I love if, it. If, if, if we get to the point where we hit like, you know, like $5,000 a month or something, I will get like a, like a fairly sizable tattoo on my ass. How about that? <laughs> I like it. And I'll find a way to share not, not you know, se- semi-safe for work pictures, like, you know, nice and cropped where you only see the tattoo. Right. And maybe, like, a hint of my, what apparently is now called a tramp stamp, but wasn't when I was, like, you know, getting it originally done in the early aughts. Um, oh, no, it's a tramp stamp. It it's not a tramp been. stamp. Screw you. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure tramp stamps were a thing when I was in high school. So Wait, that was the late nineties, early odds. Do you have yeah, a lower a back tattoo? <laughs> Am I like really? totally forgetting that? Yeah, the one yeah, that's the Japanese individuality. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So it's not quite Thank God it actually typical. says individuality. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have no idea what my kanji actually says. I was gonna say I don't think it says anything. It's supposed to say vampire, because you know, I was 19. Yeah, trust me, I know. And they're one of my favorite movie monsters, so. So, here's a tip to younger and potentially not younger folks. Always get a native speaker to translate your foreign language tattoo. Like, <laughs> yes. yes. Like, the one on my lower back, I am positive, actually says individuality, because I've had multiple native speakers tell me, yes, it does. But. And even you, if you get a tattoo in English, have it proofread. I know oh, somebody yeah. that, that, that had loyalty. He thought he was having loyalty tattooed around his arm. He had loyalty <laughs> tattooed around his arm because that's the tattoo amazing. artist misread his handwriting. That's great. And thought that's what he was going for. Loyalty. <laughs> oh. I mean, I, I do love like Is that, that the, sounds um... like a that sounds like a ver- like a tea that's brewed in Vermont. I'd like a loyalty, please. <laughs> I need some wood in my life. Give me, give me your wood. I love the <laughs> um, William Murderface Poe Buddies Nerfect. Oh yeah, mm. it's a classic. Oh yeah, no. we're Gertz. <laughs> that fucking Snickers commercial. Yep. <laughs> this oh, is yeah. not an endorsement by Snickers. <laughs> Not endorsement by anybody. If anybody wants, if if anybody wants to pay us for stuff, then you know I'm yeah, not going to. If think Snickers no. wants to endorse us, by all means. Oh yeah! If you want to plug your business, like just sign up for our non-existent Patreon, and you know you give us like a couple grand a month, and I will plug your show. I, I'll mean, make sure you? I'll make sure to like slip it casually into the conversation. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. <laughs> I, I wish that Slash you guys. Audience. I wish you guys listened to podcasts more because one of my favorite running gags on Behind the Bastards is Robert Evans saying, you know, like, do you need enough, a, like, a, do you, are you having trouble getting enough children murdered in Yemen on school buses? Mm-hmm. Well, thanks to our sponsor Raytheon, you can buy their new knife missiles, which will help you murder as many people as you want in Yemen. <laughs> oh, like it, he or and he had this whole like bit for you know months where he was you know plugging Doritos without getting paid by them. Like it, it's just I, like I love it. it. It there's there's so much joy in this medium. I and mm-hmm. also if Doritos want to send us free Doritos, right? hi Doritos, Dorito me, <laughs> right? Cool ranch me, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I still like every time I see a new flavor of chip or something come out, and I'm in the sh- in the store. I can't help but be like, that might be awesome or awful, but I w- I want to try it. Yeah. Also, TJ remind me that I still have saved a can of the uh, the pickle Rick um, Pringles for you. Oh, sweet! Not like a full can, an empty can, because you yeah, I, I, I figured. Can. My mother uh, stole one of the cans and was like, those were amazing. And it was like, okay, I didn't yeah. like those, but you know, like, it's funny. D- I mean, I'm not surprised that she likes them because I'm guessing that they were like solidly vinegary. Yeah. Dill, like dill pickles, an interestingly good flavor. Didn't we have a, like a pickle sour once at like a beer fest? 
yes, we did. Don't ask me who the fuck made it, but I have no I, idea. we I definitely mean, had like a pickle goes. You could search through Weird. like ten years worth of you know EBF booklets with ratings and find probably find it. But yes, what did that taste made... like? What was it? Like I mean, pickle juice. Like okay, it, so it was yeah, it was kind yeah. of like an alcoholic pickle juice. Yeah, oh, like cool. if you if you've had but like, like if you drink like pickle. half sour pickle juice, not yeah. like. Not like dill pickle juice because it wasn't like gotcha. it wasn't yeah. dill, but it was still like I think they probably added a little bit of dill, but yeah. it was recognizably pickle. Yeah, no, there was definitely because the, the easy way to make things taste more pickly is use acetic acid because acetic mm. acid is the same as vinegar. Um, and actually, there are some things that they use in sour beers like you know well or will end up in sour beers like pedococcus and stuff that will can produce some acetic acid but yeah usually the acid that you're getting in sour beers is lactic acid but you know the like switch the balance to more acetic acid you can make it a pickle sort of thing um Mm. And no, it was, it was weirdly good. Um, they definitely found a really good balance. It didn't end up being, you know, too much one way or the other. Um, wish I could remember what the brewery was, but that yeah. was a beer fest. And I can't even look it up on Untapped because we never bothered taking the like several hours it would probably take to add in all the beer fest stuff. Well, so. it's because every time we went to a beer fest, we were like, we should really put this stuff in. And then we would not do it. Yeah. yeah. So if uh, I don't check a beer in as I drink it, I, it doesn't get checked in. Everyone's I'm pretty while, much the same way. Sure. Yeah. Oh. So getting back to sour beers, you know who makes a really good sour series? Definitive. Mass Landing. <laughs> well, we know oh. it. Yeah. Mass Landing does consistently good sours. They have a series all the way up. Um, the last one I had wasn't my favorite, but it was good. It was the cherries and blackberries all the way up, but they've had a half a dozen or more of that series and they're all really good. I've had at least one of those and I definitely really like them. Yeah. I'm trying to they're find well them. done. They're super fruity. All right. Apparently I have had one of them and yep. it was the strawberry raspberry. Uh, for some reason I gave it a 3.75. Which, like, I, I know doesn't sound low, but yeah. it's, like, you know, based on how the things that we usually drink, how we right. rate our system, usually most of our stuff falls between, like, 3.5 and 5. Exactly. So, like, a, a 3.75 for me is kind of my lower end, mm-hmm. uh, until you look at that Natter Days and see it's rated <laughs> 0.25, because you yeah. can't rate something zero. But yeah, it's funny. Like I, I, you're right. I, I don't. If you so, fans of the show who decide to follow me on Untapped, you'll notice that I have a an average rating that is really high in theory, and it's like the most most of the reason for that is because I I make good choices generally speaking, mm. and I, mm-hmm. but also I tend to like to be. Kind of generous, especially if it, you know, if you're talking about breweries that aren't like huge juggernauts or whatever. I don't really want to like, you know. So say a beer's rating, an average average rating is like I don't know three point nine four. Just looking at this one that I'm looking at and untapped, like I might automatically kind of give that a four if I like it enough to justify it because it's I, I don't want to lower the rating. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't I, wanna, I feel the same way. I don't because because honestly, I I use untapped ratings in terms of in to make choices about what I'm buying, and I don't want to screw over smaller breweries by, you know, making their beer look worse. Right. So so looking at my untapped, I can see that you, Chris, have had this all the way up as well. You gave yeah. it a four point seven five. I gave it yeah. a three point seven five. Wow, but, that's a pretty big discrepancy. But I was also drinking it with Aku, so ah. that means that like I you were potentially comparing didn't it to a get, bunch of other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like again that night, I'm sure that we were probably drinking fucking like Mortalis as well, or something like that. Something that's you know not necessarily New England, but right. 
out there giving out big flavors. So it just made that less impressive to me when compared to the other things that I had been drinking that night. Yeah. Mm, That makes sense. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad beer. I would actually probably look between like where you and I rate it. And it's mm. probably closer to like a 4.25 or a 4. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. We're but just, just like with comparison of everything around. else. Like, right. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at this series and going, I haven't checked a single one of these in and I've probably had like two or three of them. So I guess yeah. I'm worse at checking stuff in than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it happens. <laughs> I have no idea which ones I've had, but I've liked the ones I've had. Mm. Um, I, I can, I can tell you just based on, like fruits that are in them there are certain ones that i want more than others like oh my god i definitely want like boysenberry peach or blackberry lime Ooh, uh, blackberry yeah. lime. the uh strawberry raspberry strawberry raspberry all the way up was real good mm. um pomegranate and peach was real good mm. not as good but a really good combo Ooh, boysenberry cherry Ooh, yeah right Ooh, they did a strawberry rhubarb one. I've had a lot of these. Oh, man. Fair audience, keep in mind, we're just, like, sort of scrolling through our untaps right now. Well, they are. Yeah. I'm not anymore, but they are. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, just being very fond of things that I've had in the past or recently. Um, God, I, there there are so many good sours. Like, I'm I'm sitting here thinking about, like, you know... Again, we talked about this last episode, like Night Shift did some amazing sours. And they still do, I mean, again, their sours are not bad. I just think that they were a little bit better when they were actually a little bit less controlled. Um, See, yeah, I can't even remember the last time I had one of their sours. I, I don't feel like it was that long ago. And it was probably something new that I saw, so I tried. But I, mm. I just like so much of their stuff these days, it, it lacks the punch that they used to have. Yeah. I think that night shift, you know, like, but night shift was kind of instrumental in really getting me cemented as a sour beer lover. Oh, absolutely. And, Mm. you know, I think like chasing that dragon ever since, especially (laughs) like the, like the, the fun experimental stuff, like the barrel society stuff, but even like their other limited releases, like especially early on, they did a lot of experimenting and it was, by and large, very successful. I think that they've like they've they've just sort of honed things to the point where they can, you know, be a viable brewery at the same time as they're being an amazing distribution company. So, you know, again, can't fault them for that. But like, oh, here we go. Here's another moment of mourning. Let's mourn the loss of Mystic. Oh. Mystic was solid. Mystic did Mystic did good sours. They did, you know, a lot of just everything. Like I mean, oh, like they did a lot of like really delicious farmhouse style ales. Did you ever and drink wasn't that like frenetical? the phonetical? Yeah. yeah. No, that was delicious. And it wasn't as heavy as I expected it to be. Because yeah. like it, it was, uh, what was it? Uh, fucking, it's essentially a Fernet farmhouse. No, it was. Ale. I think it was a. I think it was a. Um, I don't think it was a stout. I th- like a black ale. It could have been, um, but I feel like the yeast that they use in it was, you know, essentially saison yeast. Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, there's, there's no reason that you couldn't use like chocolate malt in saison yeast. I'm trying to think of what that's really called. There's like, there's a darker. It's not because it wasn't quite a Roush beer. Yeah, no, no, it's not a Roush beer. Um, it's not like a like a like I want to say beer to guard, but I know that's not right. Um. Anyway, there, there, there are dark saisons. It might have. I think it was like a dark saison with the Fernet in it, but like, well, it didn't even have Fernet. It just used a similar character profile to herb the ale to, oh, yeah. so it was, so I guess it was probably more of a Gruet then. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, Gruet, uh, like, I can't remember if Gruet requires you to not use hops at all, or if it requires you to 
not use hops that contribute to the flavor. Because a, a thing that, you know, I don't know if most people realize, but, you know, even something yeah, I was gonna like... going to say, this is a major beer nerd alert. I'm hearing phrases and terms I'm not familiar with. So, oh. <laughs> with, with, so sours especially, um, you know, so hops contribute to the shelf stability of beers. Um, mm. They have a, like, antimicrobial effect. So a lot of sour beers, especially in the modern day, or, you know, farmhouses, saisons, things that, like, you really don't want, like, any hop character at all, if, or maybe a tiny bit, um, you're using, like, aged dry hops, which don't have, impart, like, any flavor or bitterness. But they hmm. do contribute to the shelf stability. Hmm. So you're just essentially like when you dry them and age them, you're losing all of those like flavor compounds. Gotcha. Um, So yeah, like, I mean, this again, probably hopped because it, the, the zoom that we're drinking is probably hopped because it, it helps contribute to the shelf stability. Although the ABV probably helps more. Um, Uh But the, you know, like I, again, I would be curious to see if, you know, modern brewers of things like sours tend to use the dry age tops or not. Hmm. Like, because I would imagine that the, the sourness alone, the acidity will help contribute to the shelf stability. So it may not really terribly be necessary, Hmm. um, but I don't know. I, I really don't. But that is traditionally how, you know, like, some place in Belgium that, you know, the only thing they make is a lambic or what have you, you know, helps to preserve their beer without imparting any hoppy flavor. So it makes me wonder if something like, you well, know, also keep in mind a lot of modern lambics like aren't made the classical way. Usually it's like 25% pure lambic, 75% white ale. Yeah. Mm. But, but Emily, if you couldn't tell, is our resident scientist, so. <laughs> and just a weird nerd who, like. Nerd! Like, I could use some of this knowledge to, like, make more money. Like, that, that would be cool. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? You know. Uh, please sign up for a non-existent Patreon. Yeah, right? Oh, like, it's going to exist by the time you hear this. Yeah, hopefully by the time you actually hear this, we will have it set up and we can start vocally plugging it come episode three yeah and figuring out like what you know bonus tiers and stuff should be because like just uh you know we've been we've been toying with the idea of you know saying like if you pay us you know like 50 bucks a month or whatever you can do a zoom call with us and we'll drink with you for an hour (laughs) or if you pay like 130 bucks a month we'll get a four pack and we'll mail you a beer. I it, like. I'm just throwing out the number one thirty, but like, <laughs> it uh, might I, be more than that because it might let's be more than it, that. It's going to be me buying it. It's going to be me yep. distributing it to both of you, and then me mailing it yep. to somebody. So yeah. yeah, so it might be more than 130, but I feel like that's a good starting point. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but we'll actually, you know, hop on a uh, video call with you. I, I was going to use the name of the one we're using. We're not using the one that everyone else is using because it forces you to pay if you have three people over 40 minutes. Boom. So, boom. We're I mean, using the one that's free. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so, yeah, no, we'll fucking plug it. We'll have a yeah. Skype call with you for, yeah, some, for some amount of money. And, you know, either we can just, like, hang out and shoot shit, or for more money, we'll mail you a beer, and then all of us can sit and drink said beer together. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the best thing would, would be is if we actually loop the person in on Zencaster, just in case it's gold, and be like, yo, can right? we actually, like, post Well, yeah. well no, <laughs> we'll I figured, that, I figured that we would do it, do that anyway, so yeah. that we could have that, you know, they, they could have the memory of that for themselves Ooh, yeah good you call. know but then we can also use it for whatever we want to use it for because we own the copyright of it so oh, hell yeah yeah <laughs> you sign the release sucker yeah 
But but I didn't want anyone to hear me talking about how much I hate people that aren't like me. <laughs> Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> people that aren't like me suck. Well, I mean, they do have a point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there 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 are an awful lot of people in this world that suck. I mean, I would say. I mean, there are a lot of people least, not like me that what forty something suck. percent of our country. Yeah, probably uh, accurate. Pretty, pretty yeah. Suck. Well, I kind of yeah. want to say, I kind of want to say, you know, something around like seventy-four million Four registered million. voters in this country. Yeah, something like that. Something, something like that. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a that, that sounds like a like a pretty accurate number to me. Yeah, you know. specific but accurate. Well, yeah. I mean, not <laughs> not exactly, but you know, something around there. Something around, around there. there. Yeah. Definitely anyway, less yeah. than eighty million. Right. Sour, sour beer good. Trump bad. Uh, uh, sour exactly. sour beer Fascism good. Bad. Orange man bad. Uh, yeah. Orange man bad. Fascism bad. Rip yeah. Off. Who's gonna make first? Who's gonna make, who's gonna make the first uh, citrusy sour named Orange Man bad? <laughs> I want that. Oh my god! Does it exist? I'm looking right now. <laughs> yeah, I would look right now. I have a feeling it probably exists, or like <laughs> some beer like that exists. But no. um, oh my, oh wait, there, there's a there's a there's a homebrew called Orange Man Bad. <laughs> I mean, oh man, I, I I wonder if my cousin actually. I, I don't know exactly where his politics falls, but it's like, please, please come up please like make another new england style ipa and name mm. it orange man bad we're, we're talking about the one in chicago right yes. i would be surprised if yeah. he was a drump fan i'm I would willing be, to bet there, he's not part of that 74 million i would be willing to bet too but i don't know that he's like anti enough to name a beer orange man bad <laughs> Well, I'll give him the idea. Oh, fine. Oh, man, I'll he... make my own beer with blackjack and hookers. Hey, hookers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, screw the whole thing. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, like, well, when we went to visit him, we did. He did make a New England style IPA for me, and it's like, can I request that you retroactively name that Orange Man bad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, his homebrews were pretty decent. Oh my god, I know. He's so good at it. Like, yeah. like all right. I don't know. There was that one wild that like exploded. Yeah, but still, I mean, everything huh? generally it tasted good and generally good. Dude, we've had like amazing cellared. Do you remember the um oh my god, the the night shift ones that were it was um Something queen and something king that came in like that wooden oh, box. Oh yeah, wild king and wild queen. It came yes. in a wooden box with with coasters and all that shit. So and, fancy. Like, uh, we, the queen exploded. The queen exploded. <laughs> so I had cellared those. So I I bought the box. I cellared it for a few years, and then when we like, were it was the house the, that I grew yeah, up in, we had the. Party drink all of Emily's beer because I had too much. Like every time I move, I have a party that's like, drink as much of this shit as you, as we can, because I don't want to have to move at all. So that party, we broke out the wild King and the wild queen and like both were outstanding, but the wild queen had been, you know, barrel fermenting for so long that it, it literally exploded. Like, well, that one it's like, was sorry, fermented people, instead there's... of barrel fermented, I think. Yes. And it, it was like, sorry, people who are moving in after us, I have to clean all the beer off the ceiling and the counters yeah. and the, yep cabinets Oops. and that was my, a like and my cousin sarah's hair yeah. and yeah <laughs> that was a good time that, that was, was a very good time. great party it really um, was a lot of amazing beer was drunk at that party oh my god there was so much stuff that i'd been cellaring and it was like no i don't want to drink this yet i don't want to drink this yet and it was like fuck it we're moving everything's on the table everything must go Emily has incredible parties with uh, her taste in beers, and for only 
the low Patreon subscription of four ninety nine ninety nine. <laughs> We could be invited to the next one. <laughs> oh my god, is it bad that I would absolutely invite like Patreon people to parties? Like, I mean, oh, hell I, yeah. I mean, the more the merrier. You have I to mean, remember that I'm turning well, no, 38 in less than a month. Like, I'm, I'm not. It's not like some rager where, like, you know, there's a million cars and a million people. Like, I live in a fucking like thousand square foot condo. It's like. If you want to be like chill and drink good beer and like eat some bullshit and talk to people and smoke weed, like, yeah. You do not have to smoke weed. No, that's not a requirement. Not a requirement, but always a bonus. You must drink beer. Always a bonus. (laughs) Yes. Presumably, if you're listening to this podcast, you like drinking beer because if you don't, why the hell are you? What the fuck are you doing here? Are we that entertaining that you listen to us for the non beer (laughs) content? Could, I mean, maybe? that That's sounds hopefully. sus. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, my 11 year old niece, that sounds sus. Well, that, that's because your 11 year old niece is playing Among Us. Yes, she maybe. is. She, she taught me how to play Among Us. Yeah. It's actually kind of fun. It's not a bad game, but requires yeah, actually cool. talking. Yeah. And that that's the only thing that uh, nice. draws me back. Dude, you could have ricked right through that. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Missed opportunities. Right? And on that bombshell. Because, um, <laughs> like, Thanks, Clarkson. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, no, we're, we're just over an hour here, so it's probably yeah. about time for us to sign off. Yeah, I just um, finished my Zoom. Yeah, me too. I, I didn't taste the alcohol until that very last sip. Oh, I finished mine a while ago, so because because I am the drunk of the group, I set myself up not only with the group beer but with a backup beer. Uh, Woo! Backup beer, backup beer for the (laughs) win. Um, but yeah, no. Any uh, closing statements? Sour beer rocks. Sour beer is pretty sweet, not in flavor, but you know, yeah, yeah. No, it's my it's my go to whenever I go into a beer store now. I I can't get enough. It's been like four years since I I first had my first real sour. Yeah. Thank you, Emily. Yeah, thanks, Emily. <laughs> You're welcome. You're because both of us who have previously dated her know all that we know about beer from her. Absolutely. <laughs> I I like to think I'm a good bad influence. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd say good, bad. Yeah, good, bad. Sounds sounds accurate. Um, Emily, any any final comments from you? Uh, orange man, bad. O- orange man, bad. Good final comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Jewish space lasers. Oh God, <sighs> Jewish space lasers. Well, like they can like target you from space and explode your brain like scanner style, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a great flick. This episode of Black Mirror sucks. <laughs> I want yeah, no, I, I'm I'm done with. Um... I want Netflix to ask me if I'm still watching. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to exit now. Can I December... exit now? December the 66th of 2020, I think we're on now. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Uh... Or as my dad says, it's Blur's Day. Yes, blurn, blurn, blurn. <laughs> the blurns are loaded. <laughs> so three blurns, two anti-blurns. Did I get it TJ, right? other than the word blurn, none of that makes any sense. <laughs> oh. Accidental Futurama. Yeah. Uh, unexpected Futurama. Unexpected yeah. Futurama. Yeah. So be, be sure to go to Futurama. it and always upvote Horror Freak. <laughs> or or Horror Freak. Horror Freak. Yeah, it's always funny when you say this whore frick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever posted in there, but I'm I think I'm just Empress E three three on Reddit. I oh, I it. keep on like running across unexpected Futuramas in different comment threads <laughs> where like Oh yeah. Yeah. Why not Zoidberg? Oh, one of my favorite things about Reddit. <laughs> oh I know. There's so much there, there's so many good things about Reddit. Like I love that <sighs> you know, Reddit is like 
hey, fuck you, rich people. We're going to buy all the GameStop <laughs> stock. And it's like, yay, Reddit did a, did a, did, did, did a socialism. Not only that, but like they're trying to attempt the same thing with AMC now. Because yeah. like so many hedge funds have AMC stocks shorted hard. Yeah. So they're buying up shares of AMC to drive up the price of it. It's, hey, it's eat the rich. It's sort eat of tempting to buy like you know five shares or whatever, like and just see what the fuck happens. Like yeah. again, it's well, like I think you're too late for games. Fuck over rich people. Right. Uh, sorry, like we're we're crossing yeah. over into uh, Mad Money now. <laughs> 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 I'm going to be a jackass Yeehaw, if I don't buy GameStop right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck Jim like, Cramer. let you buy fucking GameStop anymore. I know. Uh, no, no. They, they have to now because the SEC oh, like stepped in and said, like, you know, you can't do that, right? Yeah. Oh, that's I awesome. Mean- you I, bad people. <laughs> I mean, mo- most of the reason, like, I, I think that the reason Robinhood originally stopped was because, like, because realistically, most of the people buying that stock were going to flip it real quick when it went up anyway. Like, mm-hmm. Robinhood has to have enough money in reserve to be able to pay those people out. So they had to actually stop because otherwise they were going to go under because they wouldn't be able to afford to pay people. Well, well, how much money do you need? Uh, $302 is what I have in my account, and I want $302. Well, no, 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 Walt. How, how much money do you need to get you through the next few days? $302. That's what's in my account. But fine, fine, Walt. There's your $302. Now, now Mavis, what, what do you need? I'll be fine with $10.15. Oh, Mavis. Mavis, I love you. <laughs> That's a terrible Jimmy Stewart. Oh, better than I could do. <laughs> All right. No, now we're just like rambling, yeah, rambling. Now we're so, going off uh, into It's a Wonderful Life. So I, I, I think, on, on I that, think it's, I think it's time show. for, um, you know, the, the bells to ring and Clarence get his wings. Yep. And... On that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible Clarkson. I'm sorry. That's a terrible Clarkson. But I've been TJ Davis. Um, I'm Emily Schick. And Chris Campbell and might have Chris frozen. Chris Campbell, I think, froze. So oh. he's been Chris Campbell. <laughs>